Hey, this is the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks for sticking with us after another edition of Monday Mood, hosted by DJ Keeks. We have a full playlist of music for you this evening. We're going to be talking Caustic Casanova later. And then I'm also going to play you a voicemail that I received on the weekend that's kind of disturbing. So maybe you can give me some insight into whether I should be worried about it or not. We're kicking off with Marble House, local band who had their single release on Friday night at the well. This is Heartbeat. Side dark place. 
bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world. You're listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We just heard title track from Shadow Cast on Moon Palace's new release, which is going to be out Friday. They're from Seattle. So Jade, who is the drummer for the band, was here as a guest on Radio Free Brooklyn with Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, which airs Thursdays at 2 o'clock, where she does psychoanalysis of guests we're in the studio talking to artists, actors, musicians, and she's very good at it. So if those are the types of programs that you like listening to, I'm going to encourage you while you're listening to The Road Hour tonight to go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate and help us ex- expand the programs that we offer here and uh, keep doing these type of weird things like the Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Before hearing from Moon Palace, we were over in Switzerland listening to Son Cezano, their song Martini Effect, and I am not having a martini this evening. That's from their album Submerged. And for that, we heard the Low Siders, their song I Hope You're Happy, and they're from Cleveland, and that was released in January. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are going to be speaking with the members of Caustic Casanova. They've just been up in Canada, had a one-night stand, a gig, uh, and they're going to be calling in so we can chat about their amazing, amazing new album, God, How I Envy the Dead, the Death. This is the opening track of the album. It's called Fancy English. So when we come back on the road now at Radio Free Brooklyn, we'll be talking with the band. Stay with us.
Nazi English by Caustic Casanova, the first track on their upcoming release, God, How I Envy the Deaf. This is Whale Lord by Howling Giant. You're listening to The Road and Hour, Radio Free Brooklyn.
Whale Lord by Howling Giant. They are out of Nashville, Tennessee. That release is a remastered self-titled EP, which was out in March of this year. They are going to be having a new album coming out later this month. Hi. <laughs> I, I hope I hope it keeps working. So it's done this twice, and it said like call failed, but then I keep hearing the show. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully, it stays on. <laughs> I'm hopeful as as well. Yay! And how's okay, how's here how's nightlife in Peru? Uh, it's good. It's quiet. Cozy. It's cozy. We're uh, we're staying right next to an apple orchard, and uh, our family just made us a dinner, a home cooked meal, which was lovely with actual vegetables. It was delightful. <laughs> So if you have family there, then for sure you already know about going to Ausable Chasm. Uh, yes. Francis is the one that's a little more familiar with the area. Okay. Yeah. And, and the idea is yes. So how – I'm so, familiar with the area, but I know about Ausable Okay. It's, it's gorgeous if you get a chance. Um, oh, okay. So first of all, yay, thanks. We got this worked out. So how was Montreal? It was great. We love that city. Uh, we've, I think that was our third time playing there. Um, everyone's always super nice. The bands that we played with at Piranha Bar were great. Uh, our friend Preston, who does a Wild Wolf Productions, was a promoter for it, and it was we were just really well taken care of. So we had a we had a great time. Fantastic! I I, I love Montreal as as well, and there is a great music scene and support for a music scene in Montreal. So fantastic! Y- you guys are absolute touring animals. <laughs> yeah, road dogs. So you, you you say that you laugh like as if there's good and there's bad of that. Uh yeah, I mean we love touring. People just definitely notice like you know people write about us and talk about us as if we're like insane sometimes. We have gone on one 10 week tour Whoa. which was really fun. Uh but it was it was maybe a little much. We were all super tired by the end and ready to ready to sleep in our own beds and, and whatnot. But we do really enjoy touring and uh, you know, that's how we, we sell most of our music and that's how we make fans. And so, yeah. From having, having talked to uh, label reps or people who own labels, uh, the ability and the desire to get out and tour these days is an absolute, you know, thing that you have to do if you want to be an independent band and, and sell music. I, yeah, so absolutely. When we're all, we're all just really lucky. We have pretty, we've been blessed with uh, flexible jobs and pretty flexible schedules. And, you know, we have a group of people together that really wants to do it and get out there and can. Um, so we're, you know, we recognize that we're luckier than most. Right. And there's a lot of, and there's a lot of bands out there doing it too that are, like the one you just played, Howling Giant. I mean, those guys are out on the road all the time, and they're doing a great job. And uh, we're not the only ones. There's tons of bands that are at this level that are working extremely hard out there. In, 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 indeed, uh, there, there's two bands. Uh, if we go off on a bit of a tangent, there's two bands I really enjoy spending time with here. And uh, the sort of the question, uh, somewhat of a takeoff of the wristbands that people used to have about, you know, WWJD. Um, that I would say, what would Castle Black do or what would Cinema Cinema do in terms of, uh, you know, it's like do work, go out on the road, play shows. 
um, and you have to be make that commitment. But um, just to, to to veer off to the album because uh, it's wonderful, it's it's wonderful. So it thank you. It is so I, I've seen it described as angular heavy rock anthems, and I think maybe for some people they may like. Well, that doesn't sound very appealing, but for me that makes it so incredibly appealing because. I love the journeys the songs go on, and I love the whole journey that the album takes, that it's not predictable at all. Well, that is what we're going for, so <laughs> I'm glad the message delivered. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it, so, but you, you don't sort of see yourself as fitting into any particular genre because who cares these days as long as people are going to come out to the shows and listen. I think that's true. Yeah. I mean, we're a lot of times the most unconventional band on a lot of bills and we've just learned to embrace that as our strength rather than worrying about what people think over the years. Right. But now your, your show, well, you've actually got two upcoming shows in, in Brooklyn, right? Um, yes. One on the, the 27th, um, for the husbandry album release show at, at gold sounds. And yeah. I, I, I think husbandry's is, I haven't heard their new music, but it's sort of in the same sort of angular type of music that, uh, that you create. So it shouldn't be that much of a difference for that bill. In some ways. Yeah. Uh, we definitely have some overlap uh, and we love them and we've played with them before. Oh, okay. And we are absolutely incredible. Their new record's great. It just came out. Uh, on Friday, two days oh, ago. Okay, I'll have to do some digging around to uh, to pull that that out, and then you're back five weeks later uh, when you're going to be playing. A, is it a Magnetic Eye Records sort of you know presentation? It's like a label showcase. Yeah, Magnetic Eye Records label showcase at St. Vitus on November second. Okay, and have you played at St. Vitus before? We have actually. Oh, cool. I was lucky. I was lucky enough to play there on my thirtieth birthday. And uh, we had been wanting to play there for a long time. And, uh, yeah, that was just an incredible night. It was a great show. Yeah, I, I, I love uh, St. Vitus myself just because the people who go to the shows seem to be there for the music as the primary reason why they're there. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, I, I think, you know, going certainly in a place like New York, sometimes when you go out to see bands, that's not always the case. So. Um, St. Vitus is, is great. And I like gold sounds as well. Uh, I don't know if you've played there before. We have not. Okay. You, you will like it again for being in, in a small place. Um, you've got a, and I know this sounds like a weird thing to say. You've got this elevated stage, um, which, you know, uh, allows the people in the audience to actually sort of see you and appreciate your music. I think on a better than, you know, on the, when you're on the same floor as the, uh, as the audience. So, so yay. So, Two good shows uh, in two good venues for for when you're coming through town. So yeah, we're stoked. Um, what I wanted to ask you though was, is you know you've you've been out on the road, you've been out touring. Um, is, is there sort of one sort of moment that you're most proud of in the sort of the history, of the career of the band? Oh. Uh, hmm. Wow, that's a that's a good question. Wait, wait, way too big of a question. I don't know if anyone's ever asked us that specific question. Ah, okay. I mean, one, one, one thing that actually particularly sticks out to me, I and mean, this is not necessarily the proudest moment, but 
we were talking about St. Vitus and years ago, a few years ago, we played an absolutely horrible show in Baltimore. And the next show that we played was at St. Vitus and we were, and I thought we were really good. And I was just, and the sound there is so awesome. And we had to open early at like seven thirty, and there were probably 50 or 60 people there to see us. Yeah. And I remember feeling like that was a major achievement to go to a, a big stage and play with bands we loved, Netherlands, um, okay. Spotlights, and, and Han, and to, and to play an amazing show after playing a terrible show, which I think is, I don't know, that's sort of the hallmark of a good band to bounce back from, from, uh, from a weak night to have a really strong night in a big stage, yeah. and that always makes me proud when we do that. Well, that so. certainly happened on this tour as well. In uh, San Diego, we had kind of a rough show, and then the following night we played Long Beach, and it was amazing. Cool. So, so, we, so we, that's that's Jake. Sorry, our <laughs> our new guitar player that just spoke. Uh, <laughs> hello, hello. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Netherlands are also on the bill for the they husbandry are. show. Yes. Cool. In, in uh, yes, for the Gold Sound show. Yes, they cool. are an incredible band. Cool. Yes, in, indeed. I, I have seen them live, and they were uh, tremendous. Tons and tons of energy. Um, so that is setting itself up to be a fantastic bill. Um, I think it's going to be a banger. <laughs> can you set up Filth Castle for us, which is the, the next song that we're going to hear from God, How I Envy the Deaf? Uh, sure. Yeah, this song is just a really weird, <laughs> angular type of time signature shifting, bizarre song in a weird tuning. It's the kind of song that, we really like to write and um <laughs> yeah uh it features some of our signature dual uh vocals francis and i both sing leads on it and this is a song that we really all really like and uh so we have a fourth guitar player jake who's with us fourth member <laughs> uh, sorry yes fourth member <laughs> that would be awesome player. if you had four guitar players yeah we, we're, we're now a, we're now a six-piece band um <laughs> but it was one of the it was one of the first songs that he really gravitated towards learning um, when we added him to the band. Um, so I think that it's it's one that all four of us really really like. Um, and we keep on talking about four, but there's only three of us here. Our other guitar player is Andrew mm-hmm. Yonkai, uh, who unfortunately couldn't come with us on this tour, but he is still in the band, and uh, we st- hope to do more tours with him in the future. But he's going to be playing on our record release show in DC. On October 19th. And at St. Vitus. And at St. Vitus. Saint Vitus. Yeah. Now, where should we be directing people to be able to uh, pre-order the album? What's the... What's... Uh, Magnetic Eye Records has a, has a band camp set up for us. Okay. And it's also at Costa Casanova's band camp. It's at both. Yeah, it's at both. And uh, if, if for any Instagram followers out there, I believe it's currently our, uh, our like little link in our description. Uh, that's the pre-order link. Okay. It's also up for pre-order at Magnetic Eyes website as well. All right. And it's going to officially be released on October, Friday, October 18th. You are doing a show on Saturday, October 19th to celebrate the release. Yes, we are in D.C. at Atlas Brewworks. Wow, that sounds really tempting. Yeah. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> hey, come. Great, great, great music yeah, and, 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 and good, and good microbrews. That would be fantastic. Really good beer. Really good beer. Everyone's super nice. It's honestly like Atlas Brewworks has sort of become the home of heavy music in D.C. Um, 
it's just it's our favorite place to play in DC, hands down. Yeah, I want to shout out Will Cook and Hassan who have made it what it what it is, and they're, they're the two of the hardest working people in the DC music community. And um, rock on, rock on. All right, let's uh, let's hear Phil Castle, and uh, I hope people are going to get out on the twenty seventh and November second to to see you. Um, have a very very safe trip back. And uh, thanks for making music we like. Really appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Glad we got things sorted out. Take care. Cheers. All right. Bye.
Filth Castle by Caustic Casanova. Glad we were able to get the technology to work there. Um, I've already listened to that whole album through uh, four or five times, and it is wonderful. As I mentioned, it uh, the songs go on these individual journeys. The whole album goes on these this whole journey, and it's just a lot of fun. So, last chance. Here's the thing that I need you to listen to. I got this voicemail on the weekend, and I don't know whether I should be disturbed about it or not. I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to play it for you, and then I'm just going to play out the rest of the uh, of the playlist that we've got. If you if you think you sort of have an answer to uh, or give me some insight into the voicemail, just uh, I don't know. Come out to the well tomorrow night, and uh, and and let me know. We'll have a beer, and you can tell me what I need to brace myself for. Um, but so we're going to hear. Uh, so playing at the well tomorrow night is uh, no holiday. Nylorosaurus. Monty and I am the Polish Army. Um, we're also going to hear before we close out a happy death. And um, yeah, you've been listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please, like I say, help me out with this voicemail message. Next week, we're back in the studio with Kensione Franklin and Family Band. Catch you on the flip side. First saved message sent Saturday, September 14th at 1.39 a.m. This is the Illuminati. Your time has come. You're ready. I'm going to have to tell you that this is not a joke. Let me know when you're ready. End of message.
cool and then they watch me burn 